The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? Before we get started, let me say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. Hit the ITV and you can see Ron and I together. Let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Good day, everybody. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? Why do you look so red? Yeah, it's too because red, right? Jimmy just screwed it up. Now I you mean, made me change it. Are you are you broadcasting like from planet Mars? <clears throat> we either look like we're dead and embalmed, <laughs> or we look like we're lavender queens, or we look like we're firebird somethings. Where's the we auto like, adjust? <laughs> we never have nice like skin, you know, tan color. This is what auto looks like. This is what auto. That's like how that. we should look. Now that's blue. Your color. It's a little blind. bright. Chad, doesn't that look better? I would add. I would add a little color and take away a little brightness. Okay. And take a away a little blue, the little lavender. Okay, hold on. Add a little color. Oh. So I got to take it off auto to do that, though. Okay, it true, true. Take it off auto. He I told me to put it on auto. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Me? What does he know? He's from Florida. Wait a minute. Hello. Right now. <laughs> anyway, we've got a chat room full of people. Hello. What's up, chat rooms? Hello, Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger I- Irish Ginger Show. Mondays at 3 o'clock on W4CY, and Iris is in the chat room. And we've got great guests, and I'm going to fix this, so talk for a second. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I'm Sing. lost for words. Sing. Well, tell everybody about your hand. You talk about it every no, week. No, I don't talk about my hand anymore because my hand is on its way to heal. Okay? We Onions may need another garlic? surgery, though, but we'll see. We'll know tomorrow. I took an MRI at 8 o'clock this morning because there may be some nerve damage, and the doctor wants to read it tomorrow at noon and determine whether or not he's going to operate for a second time. Do you like that? Why is it everything today is done twice? Years ago, everything was done once. It's red. For some reason today, don't you notice everything is done twice? You bring your car in to get fixed, and you have to bring it back. I don't know what it's all about. That's better. That's better. We're pink. We're yellow. What gives a shit? All right. All right. I don't give a fuck anymore. Stop making me curse. I get so disgusted on this show. I really hate this show. Hey, Dee Marie uh, in the chat room. What's up? And Chad, how are you? What's the weather like in Florida? Um, what, Well, it's kind of cloudy. I'm, uh, not much of a breeze. Probably about 75 degrees. It's nice. Let's get oh, that's nice. Maybe a little hotter. Maybe 80. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it's 50, which is weird Ooh, because like this time of year should be in the 30s and it's 50. So that's nice. So it's well, it's not nice. It's it's winter, and we're not ready for spring at winter time. Yeah. So you don't know what to wear. You know, everybody's getting flus and colds. It's the usual northeast garbage. 
I cannot wait to get out of the Northeast. You know, I'm native here. I was born and raised most of my life in Brooklyn and Astoria, Queens. And now I just can't do- deal with it anymore. I think as you grow older, your body changes from the temperatures that you had when you were young. When I was young, I never knew there was such a thing as weather. You know, I went out in the rain, the cold, the snow, the hot, the humid, and I played with my friends. Who cared about weather? But when you get old, all you do in the morning is put on the TV to say, let's see what weather we have. Is it arthritic weather? Is it rheumatoid? <laughs> rheumatoid? Rheumatoid weather? <clears throat> or what kind of weather is it? Is it going to affect my breathing? Is it going to affect my peeing? You know, I mean, all kinds of garbage happens. That's why you have to live in an all-one-climate place like Palm Springs, where it's 190 degrees every day, and you just know you go out and you become a Krispy Kreme cracker. It can get cold in the desert. I remember that when I used to it visit does my get father. Cold. I'm just being smart ass. No, it does. It's it, like right now the weather is magnificent in the desert. And it can get hot too. You can have an eighty day, sunny, dry, and at night you can have a thirty five where you wear a coat. Uh, that's but what I really love about the desert is when I lived there I had a pool in my house, a swimming pool. And I would be in the swimming pool and I'd look up the mountain that was right behind my house. How cool. And there was snow. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So if we wanted, we could drive an hour up to... Um, uh, we have snow now, though. Wait a minute. Where did we used to drive up to? I forgot the name of the place. Where you came, you're Idlewild. Idlewild. And we would be in Idlewild in snow, you know, with snow tires, I mean, chains on our tires, and then come down and go swimming in the pool, which is hot. So that's the beauty of Cali- northern, that part of, not northern, but Cali- western California, you, eastern California, got it right. You can um, have everything. California offers everything that you want, except affordable housing (laughs) and safe streets. You know, the criminals out there are notorious. It's okay. We have a great show, you guys, today. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have Russell Hodgkinson coming on. You guys know him as Doc from Z Nation, uh, the awesome, awesome, like, zombie show on uh, Sci-Fi, on the Sci-Fi channel. And then we've got Laddie Groban and Krista Campbell coming on. Uh, Krista Campbell was a guest Many, many, many years ago, and now she's a, a Academy Award-nominated producer. Well, we'll get Should all be the fun. dirt from her. So finally, <clears throat> excuse me, we went to the movie. Not finally, we went to the movies, but finally, I found a film that I thoroughly loved, <laughs> and I finally. want and I wanted more of. And it was done beautifully. The photography, the acting, the scenery, the costumes, everything was an A one. But I don't remember the name of the film. The name of the film was Live by Night. It stars and written by Ben Affleck uh, based on a best-selling book. And the movie, I went online, and I think the movie got panned. Nobody liked it, but we did. I (laughs) can't believe the world today. They picked some piece of shit like La La Land that is so stupid and retarded. La La Land looks like a high school production. And when you see it, you will agree. It's a high school production. Neither one could dance, and how dare they do Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers numbers. Young kids will think it's great because they don't know any better. But we people who have been around the days of Fred and Ginger and Gene Kelly and all the great dancers, we know dancing and we know choreography and we know musicals. This musical stinks, La La Land, and yet it got bravos from everywhere. Now, yeah, a more, film, a, more Golden Globes than any film in history. I know that. I mean, the world has gone mad. I mean, everything is wrong today. Nothing is right. Nothing has been selected that should have been selected. Everything is negative. Anyway, on a positive side, 
The film I'm talking about was really good. It was better than The Untouchables. It was a fabulous story. Story about story. No, story <laughs> about the mafia of the 1920s and what went on and what happened. And it was really well done. And the excitement and the 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 gun shooting and the car chasing, which I never like, I liked in this film. I would give this film a definitely go see. It's an enjoyable film. Uh, two and two hours, fifteen minutes seem like a second. Whereas most films I go to see, I fall asleep on, or I just walk around the lobby, or I just sit there bored to death. Because it's the same crap. Zombies, I'm done with zombies. I'm done with all that nonsense. I'm done with arms falling off and heads blowing up. I want story. And like Jimmy said, this movie had a beginning, a middle, and an ending, which is a story. That's how writers used to write years ago. It was really good, everybody. I, I liked I, I mean, it a lot. I, I don't know why they panned it. They panned it probably because, maybe because Affleck voted for Trump. No, he didn't vote for Trump. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. They found out, and that's no. why they panned it. They don't film. like Ben. A lot of people don't like him. Well, obviously, because the, film, like the film was very good. It has Zoe Saldana, Saldana in it. She's fabulous. Yeah. It has... Um, well, you know, people are shallow today, most people. They don't go beyond the actor. If you don't like an actor for his personal life, like now they're all picking on Angelina Jolie as the witch and the crazy lady, which, you know, most women in a divorce are crazy. And it's part of being a woman. You know, they now feel no longer sheltered or needed or wanted or desired. And it's a trauma, trauma, traumatic time for women. So you have to not judge the actor's personal life like Meryl Streep. I don't care for her anymore after she went political at a function that has no politics at all. She's not supposed to do that. I remember when Marlon Brando sent the Indian chick up to deny the award because of the Indians, whatever his cause was, and Hollywood turned on Marlon Brando and went crazy. They were screaming, you don't bring politics into the Academy Awards, you don't do that. It's horrible, it ruins the evening, it separates the audience, all that jazz. But Meryl Streep, she got wonderful, fabulous, a trooper. Fuck her. I mean, I'm sick of her anyway, the old bitch. She should really leave the movie business. It's time. She thinks she's Betty Davis. She always carries on as she thinks she's Betty Davis. She couldn't kiss Betty Davis's ass, let me tell you. Anyway, anyway so, so much for you Meryl Streep fans. Kill me. I don't care. So going on with uh, the whole thing, La La Land isn't as bad as he said. If you if you like uh, stupidity, if you, if you like those movies, it has a few moments. You know, half the film isn't all that great, but half of it is really really good. And so it's an old story they took. It's been done a thousand times. It was a corny thing. Is an old story. <clears> no, but this took. was a corny story. You know, it wasn't... Uh, young people are going to like it. I think you guys will like it. it, it it's pretty You know, it's, it's a predictable... Funny. Boy meets girl. Boy falls in love with girl. Boy has a problem with girl. In the end, boy and girl dance off into the clouds happily. I mean, really. Anyway, go see it. Judge yourself. I don't know it all. I just know what I feel. Let's do a little commercial. Thanks. You can hear us on W4CY Radio every Wednesday from 3 to 5 p.m. with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. You can also hear us on Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, Spreaker, and on television on Roku, on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Roku Channel, Vimeo, and YouTube. Wow. All right, everybody. So let's do a music video while we're trying to work out our little technical difficulty. Um, we'll start off with Niall Sexton. He was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago. He's from the U.K. This is his cover of Nicole Scherzinger's Run. So here it is, Run by Niall Sexton. Mm -hmm. 
That's Niall Sexton. The name of the song is Ron. Now we're going to let you in on how we do the tricks of Hollywood. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star. Uh, first of all, Russell, how do I pronounce your last name correctly? Hodgkinson? Hodgkinson. Very good. Yeah. Oh, like, right. like, like the disease. Oh, how wow. sad. No, that's Hodgkinson. Well, not quite. Oh, Hodgkins. Well, <laughs> right. Hodgkins without the sun. Right. Kin to the sun of the disease. Right. There we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented superstar of Z Nation, Mr. Russell Hodgkinson. Hello and welcome to the show. Oh. Hey, thank you, Jimmy, Ron. Thanks, guys. So you already know him, so I don't have to like introduce we, him, but I'll well, introduce him anyway. Yeah. He's our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, how you are you, Russell? Very good dapper, very handsome. Thank you. Gonna, well, you too. It's going to be a good show. I asked the question off the air. I'm going to ask it now. Is the beard and the hair for a part, or is this what you look like in your streetwear? 
Um, you know, it's my it's my look for a Z Nation. As you know, we've got picked up for a fourth season, and so we'll be going back to shoot season four. So, so you're yeah, saying, I just kind of want to keep keep you staying character. You stay in character even when you're off, when you're not shooting. Well, you know, I do the Comic Cons all over the country, and and so okay. I think the fans kind of want to see, you know. Right. I don't think they, I don't know, I just, it's just as easy to keep it as it is to cut it, so. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So okay. let's hold on, let's well, introduce well, you wait, to. Wait, wait, one more thing. We will see you in uh, San Diego, I believe, or L.A. for the next Comic Con. The big one. I What's the so. big, big, big. San yep. Diego. San Diego, we're going to go, because we'll be living in Palm Springs, so we're going down there, so we'll be able to meet you in person. Well, Would hopefully, you, you know, I don't. It we, will be fun. We have to be invited, and that's yeah, one I don't know that we've been invited to yet. We're going to work on making Z Nation the, 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 the bigger of the zombie shows, and that way... This way you'll definitely... <laughs> that way you'll get there. Definitely. <laughs> well, we, we just... I we're, definitely, uh, we're definitely the red-headed stepchildren of the uh, zombie apocalypse at the moment. We're going to so. talk about that, too, in one minute. First, let me introduce you to the rest of the team, because we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Russell. Welcome hey, to the show. Welcome, brother. And, and then we have a, a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, Z-Wackers. How's it going? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just did a, a, a fabulous uh, affair this weekend. It's called the Macabre Theme Film Festival. Macabre Fair Film Fair, Festival. Fair Film Festival. And Jimmy and I were presenters. I presented for two things, the, hi, the Hi-Fi movie, and I forgot the other one. And Jimmy, I, I did Best Actress and Best Soundtrack or right. something. And uh, these movies are incredible. They're all... Uh, what do you call them? Horror movies? I yeah. hate to use that word, horror movies. They're all um, fun, wait, scary wait, movies. Wait, wait, wait. Russell, how do you say horror? <laughs> horror. Horror. See? Horror. He's like, no, he's, he's, he says it correctly, like me. Horror. I think you, scary movies. No, yeah, scary that's movies. better. That works. I like that. That works. Scary Jim, movies. Jimmy's from Florida, and we had a female guest on He's one from day. Florida, too. Wait a second. And he I said can't. to her, how long have you been a whore in the movies? <laughs> and she said, I, I've never been a whore in movies. <laughs> wow. I'm not that's good with the whole whore. Yeah. So that, that's how Jimmy pronounces horror, whore. And he offends, affects, actually, a lot of women give him his phone number. But... <laughs> All kidding. No, hold on. Let's okay. Let's talk about you a little bit, and then we'll go into Z Nation. So first of all, because I'm from South Florida, I was born in Miami. Uh, I was actually born in Kendall. I uh, grew up in West Palm Beach. I went to high school in Jacksonville College in Gainesville, and then I lived in Fort Lauderdale in Boca as an adult. And and you were born at the Homestead Air Force Base. I was born on Homestead Air Force Base uh, in a hospital that I don't believe is there anymore. Um, yeah, I tried to get my birth certificate and. Um, the hospital's not even there. I wanted to get the time that I was born. For some reason, they didn't put the time on my birth certificate at the Air Force Base. <laughs> well, why don't you... Why I, can don't you... Get a, I can never get a really good astrological reading. Well, why don't you <laughs> call... I don't know what time I was born. Listen, <laughs> crazy? Why, don't, why don't you call Obama and ask him how he got his birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, then you, grew, yeah. then you grew up in St. Petersburg. I grew up, I grew up in St. Petersburg, yeah. St. Petersburg, Florida. So oh, I like nearly dead. I, I lived in Florida for 48 years. We moved here about four years ago. And normally every winter we go to Florida, but we didn't this year. And now we're looking now, where to where are you? We're in Pennsylvania. Oh, God okay. Forsaken. God forsaken Pennsylvania. In the farms. Actually, no. Where are you? You Because you, you don't live in L.A. now, right? Where do you live now? Well, um, I live in Seattle, but I'm going to be kind of dividing my time between Seattle and Los Angeles during the off season because um, we shoot Z Nation in Spokane 
Washington. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, yeah. So, did you ever see Kim Novak walking around town? No. No, well, I never she's have. she's from there, and she's very very open. I understand. She's just uh, like an ordinary person now, no longer a great movie star. I love uh, Kim Novak. I'm, I want to get her on the show. He, uh, just so you know a little bit about us, uh, like Ron used to host a show called Set the Record Straight, where he would like interview all the legends of Hollywood, and he was best friends with Jane Russell, and he interviewed like Tab Hunter and. Uh, all the old bands. All the old bands. Lauren Bacall Lauren and all those Bacall, kind of people. Cliff and, Robertson. I, all of the people from my gender. And I got I, into all Actually, this. not. They're older than I. I was a kid. Seriously. Yeah. They were all much older. They're in their, their 80s and 90s. I'm only 76. I'm young. They're old. <laughs> That's right. And then I was a celebrity clothing designer and d d used to dress all the horror movie icons. And that's kind of how I got into all this in the first place. In the doing so so cool. we're pretty... We're pretty knowy about a lot of shit. Anyway, so now I want to ask you a few questions. Uh, what sure. day did you wake up and say, I think I'm going to pursue acting because I have a thing that I feel that I could be a superstar one day? Uh, well, I never, ever thought that. But, um, well, I was, kind of a, <laughs> I was kind of an acting geek in high school uh, theater. You know, I did all the plays all through high school. I was like the president of the thespian society and all that but then um my girlfriend got pregnant and so i kind of pissed away my my scholarship i had a scholarship uh, a theater arts scholarship and so instead of doing that i joined the army um but i got divorced pretty quickly thereafter uh you know we were like 17 when we got married right. and uh, so i soon found that on the uh, military base i was at the fort bragg um military base there was a playhouse and so I auditioned for a play uh, at the Fort Bragg Playhouse, and, and I got cast in a little play. And, and then I just started doing one show after another, and the artistic director there sort of became my mentor and really suggested that I pursue you know, a career as an actor. You but did a lot of theater. Was, yeah, for me it was always theater. I never ever yeah. thought about television or film, really, well, until... Well, the the theater makes for a great actor. We all know that. Uh, well, I mean, I people so. with no people with theater background are far better actors than these kids. They pick up at a, a hop, a high school dance, and they make into a movie star. Yeah, you know? well, it's Which, just great training, I think. For yeah, theater, you know. theater is it because it's so live. I, you're there. If you fuck up, you're the one that's in trouble. You can't blame it on the cameraman. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing. No, I've done theater. Do. I've done theater. Yeah. I can no longer do theater because I was offered a wonderful role in Florida and the show was going to New York. It was called Neil's Garden, about two gay men and one was an interior decorator visiting his partner who was going to commit suicide that night because he had AIDS. It was a wonderful script. It was fabulous. It was a two-man play and I was playing the weirdo you know, decorator. And I was gone. There was no way I could carry it. I couldn't remember it no matter what we did. When you get to a certain age, the lines just don't stay. What about yeah. you? Um, you so far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> That's um, good. My, my wife is an actress or was an actress, and um, she kind of quit for that very reason. She just felt like she, she was having difficult, uh, a difficult well, time. Jane Russell, the same thing. Jane Russell was offered a wonderful role on Dynasty. And Jane said, I can't remember lines. And I said to Jane, listen, you wear hearing aids. Your wig covers it. They'll plug in and they'll read you the lines. And she oh, just, that would looked, be just she terrifying. Looked, she looked, yeah, no, she looked at me with such terrifying. disgust in her face. And she said, <laughs> oh, Ron, really? 
<laughs> so, yeah, so I can't imagine. That would so, so take you out of the moment, you know, to have so exactly it would interrupt you. You would you wouldn't hit your marks. You trip on your own feet. So you did a ton of theater, and I and I see that you won three years in a row Best Supporting Actor in a Musical. Does that mean you can sing? Yeah, sure. I love that. Obviously. I love musicals. It doesn't. I, mean I was that. never, you know, I was never like the pretty singer. I was like the character singer. You know, that's okay. Like, oh, so you, you could know, be like the singing about drinking and getting yeah, it's cool, I late. Like Alfie, Alfie Doolittle and my hair. <laughs> you know, and also, okay. once you come role. from the theater. After the way I always got the uh, involved in musicals was with, uh, you know, I have comedic abilities. So they always want character, funny character actors. And, right. and then they murder. cast the rest of them with the really pretty voices. And right. <laughs> but, but when you sing in theater, you learn a certain voice that you can use and you could bluff your way through anything. And it's only so. theater, theater taught. You can't learn it on film. It's, yeah, you sell it. You know, you sell it. Exactly. I mean, let, look at uh, Lauren Bacall. She was on Broadway, and Betty couldn't sing a note. And we, she, we would talk about it. You know, I said, but you got away with murder. She said, I'm Lauren Bacall. I can get away huh. with anything. But if a young person, if no known, ever did that, they kick her right off the stage. Betty was on. Lauren was very, very honest about things like that. You got to huh. love <clears throat> so then, she's a good person. I so, loved her very much. So then you started doing a bunch of TV appearances. I want to talk about Z Nation real quick, and then we go back and talk about some of the other stuff. Because now you're on Z Nation. Z Nation is on Sci-Fi. I don't even know when it airs because I have to. I watch it all on Netflix, um, mm-hmm. so I don't know when it airs. But you've done three seasons. You play Doc. Um, I, I, I'm still not quite caught up, but I'm almost. Uh, by the time four, four seasons ready, I'll be caught up. I'm sure. And Z Nation is like the stepchild zombie. F- show or whatever and we had michael welch on um about five months ago probably you remember michael welch he's the one who met his girlfriend at the um betting store or whatever his fiance at the betting store he's a really nice guy and And i said no better place to meet your fiance in the betting store he was on the first season of uh z nation and and now you're like you haven't been killed yet you got all these seasons you're like the lead dude you're like you're very very like a funny zombie killer like you really are you come up you come across very, very funny, um, you know, way out there and wild and different, and and there's not hasn't really been a character like you in any of these other shows, which is one reason probably I think that they like you so much because you're so unique compared to any other type of of zombie stuff that's out there. Are you on the set now? No. No, no. <laughs> I'm in the alley. I thought you were at the studio. Oh no, he's no, in no. an alley. Oh, just in an alley. Okay. <laughs> With good light. <laughs> Better lighting than we have. We should shoot from that alley. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you like being on Z Nation, first of all? Is it a lot of fun? Well, you know, anytime it, you know, an actor can get a lead role on a television series, it's kind of a great thing. So, you better believe that. You know, super grateful, really amazing crew, wonderful cast. We all get along really well. And so it's been pretty amazing. Yeah. I think that Z Nation is way more like like gross than walking dead like i think except for now walking dead season seven i mean it got like really violent but like like right off the bat because like in season one i just finished season one last week uh and so like in season one you know like when they're they had that guy who had the family and like they captured live people and then they cut them up alive and eat their body parts and stuff i mean that was amazing like wild stuff that like you, you didn't I really can't do deal with that stuff. <laughs> and I they didn't really do that much. you know on the walking dead and so like i thought that was like really cool and then when you got stuck within the zombie in the elevator in the garbage shaft or whatever you know yeah, and then you like 
And then you pull out a joint and you're like getting the zombie high and shit. That shit was some funny shit, dude. Yeah, you're not gonna see that on The Walking Dead. That's for sure. <laughs> but you know, be, being at the fair that we were this weekend, speaking to a lot of the producers and directors, they said that in the horror movies they're going away from the blood and guts. They're starting now to develop stories which interest the people and then insert some horror, but not make it all about horror and insert some dialogue. That's yeah, what always kept the horror movie away from being to, great. We're trying to put the fun back in the apocalypse, right? Right. Absolutely. But you have to have story because people are starting to want story. He doesn't watch Z Nation, just so no. you know. No, he I, 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 I watch. Sorry, I, I'm sure not you're a great everybody. actor. Um, you're a great actor, and I'd love to see you in anything that was well written. Uh, I, no, actually, no, Z Nation is very well no, written. It's still not for me. I he don't just like can't the, stand the eating. I, you know, I like the eating the people. Stuff, that stuff it gets me crazy. I get it. I, I get it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Before we we've been together for five years, but before I met him, I was like the king of like indie horror, and so uh, I used to you know hang out with all the horror movie stars and dress them and and go to parties and see, stuff, and like I freaking like love it. And I like, hung out it. with Betty Davis, so that's the <laughs> difference. <laughs> Do you know who Betty Davis? Yeah, it's, it's fun getting to do the Comic Cons because I get to meet a lot of those people as well. Um, like right, Freddy but Kruger I'm so happy and, that they're, they're yeah. Freddy Krueger's awesome. I'm happy they're allowed. Well, you know, Freddy Krueger, those movies, believe it or not, had a story. When it scared the hell out of you, there was a story there. Halloween had a story. Now uh, some well, of these have story. they have a great story. Yeah. So See, some the of one thing, the big difference between Z Nation and The Walking Dead is, you know, we have a clear cut mission. You know, we've got a guy that's right. been by a zombie he didn't turn into he didn't turn so we know that he's got the antibodies so we're trying to get him into california to create a vaccine to the cdc right. labs to create a vaccine save the world so we've got a clear-cut mission uh where the walking dead is pretty much just about survival i guess right well right. We, we have a few friends that are in the walking dead What's his name? Actually, we've had almost we've had everybody uh, on the show. His, we the had Norman Reedus, Michael Rooker, uh, the, the good ones, and they um, said that they, Ross Markan. and they said that as zombies, they would have liked to have had some kind of character development. I said, how do you have character development in a zombie? You know, maybe we could do that. Make a zombie into a whatever. You know, actually, though, Z Nation like does, and I love DJ Qualls. You sure, like he's he's a really funny like cool actor. Actually, I think it's a I think the cast is actually phenomenal, and I like to see. I went through the whole IMDb page to see like you know because they started out they had a few names that were maybe more recognizable that started out and then you know killed off or all gone and 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 it's left with like yeah, we this, can't afford the big stars. That's right, but then you're then you have this like ragtag crew of people that everybody gets along and everybody looks like they work well together, and I think that the cast uh, now. I'm almost, I'm almost, I'm like, I'm at the beginning of season three. So like the cast is really like gelling and like you actually feel for the characters and you like the characters, you know, like, like when you were in the shoot and you were like uh, smoking dope with the uh, zombie, I thought, and then they were going to leave because they thought you were dead. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like uh, he better not be, you know, I knew you weren't going to be dead because I can read IMDB, but the fact that they were just going to like leave you there, I was all upset. <laughs> Well, they were going to give me mercy, you know, and, and mercy is something that we we only do on our show. That's we're not just killing zombies; we're like giving them mercy. It's you know, kind of a different thing. So they were going to give Doc mercy because I came out of the air shaft with all the zombie guts all over me and kind of staggering. So it kind of looked for a minute there; it looked like I was a zombie. So they're like, "Oh no, you got to give him mercy." But then the first shot misses me, and they realize, and then I start saying, "Hey, what's going on? What are you trying to kill me?" And then they all start laughing, and 
It was really actually the first moment that the group had a genuine kind of moment of joy. And uh, I thought it was a real nice, you know, start to a, a great season. The thing I wanted to say is, yes, getting a great star, getting a George Clooney on your show definitely would up your viewers. But let me say something. Well, wait a we second. Wait, wait. Let me finish my thought. Okay, you're gonna like. You're gonna like my thought. Great. Get an actor like you, possibly, who is so great. People will watch for you, and the hell with George Clooney because he's not a great <laughs> actor. So there wow. you go. It, bottom line is, it's all about the performance. I, I the, like to think so. That'd be great. Yeah. If the performance is great, people don't care about the star. So let me ask well, you a question. Well, yeah. Do you do you like horror? Like I know you've done several horror movies, you know, uh, that you've been in several fun kind of horror movies and stuff like that, but is it something that you like liked before you started acting in it? Did you watch horror? Not really. I mean, old old horror. I mean, I watched you know, Poltergeist and Jaws and Carrie and all those, but I was never really a fan of like the zombie genre or anything particularly. Everybody thinks I am because I'm on a zombie show, but right. you know, you're an actor. So you just take the jobs that come your way, and, and uh, some of that stuff has just kind of come my way. Oh, I love I mean, that. I would do a, a zombie movie. I would love <clears> it. <throat> I, see, I would love to be in a zombie movie. Like I just think because it's, like it's a, acting. Because it's like my favorite thing, and because and because you guys' show is so much like, in a lot of ways, I think it's a lot cooler than The Walking Dead. I mean, you guys as zombies can run. I mean, you guys as zombies are like way more evil and stuff than The Walking Dead zombies are. They just like walk. So like. You know, you don't have to really, like, worry about them. You, it's like you guys as zombies, like, have brains. Like, even at the very first episode, at the very beginning, you know, like, they're hiding in the water, you know, and then they yeah. get up and start running and stuff. I mean, you don't see that kind of stuff in zombie movies. And, and that that struck me as, like, oh, my God, this is, like, a really cool – I mean, it, yes, it's low-budget, but it's a cool, low-budget, different kind of premise. Hey, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're making the best of the little bit of funds that we have and just trying to make the, the best show possible. And everybody's on board with it and – we got, we just got the best of everybody, you know, just a wonderful crew. And so you guys should just come out to Spokane this summer and be zombie extras. You guys could be the gay couple zombies. Yeah. That, that would be good. I could right? be a zombie and drag. There you go. I could be anyway. yeah, you know, We say so. yes to all those crazy ideas. We're the show in, in yes. 19, 1942, I believe it was, Bella Lugosi had a film called The Walk of the Zombies. And the zombies were black people. They made them close their eyelids, paint their eyelids white, and put a black dot in the middle. So they looked like their eyes were open wide, and they had them walking like zombies. I saw that recently. Well, in, well they finally released those films again because the black protesters said we didn't want to be shown that way. Because in those days, black people only portrayed stupid, ignorant maids. Yes, I'm a coming, sir. What you want, baby? You know, stupid people like that, which, of course, we know black people are not. And they protested. Now they've lifted the gates on that, and those zombie films are starting to come up on TCM. Yeah. And they are horrible. They are corny. <laughs> they are terrible. <laughs> the acting is atrocious. Bella Lugosi should have been hung by his nuts. I mean, a terrible <laughs> film. So I would have shelved them only because they were Z films, not even B films. But I think the zombie came from that uh, writing. Because... Um, the early zombie movies were kind of scary, but not gory. Why must they have heads ripped off and people eating people? Uh, it, it just goes a little bit, I think, beyond entertainment. It goes into some not kind of... Not for me. A, I love it. You know, well, you're weird. You're, you know, yeah, people love it. 
there, because there are weird, there are weird like, people out there who have desire of cannibalism. So well, I don't know. It appeals to everybody. Kids like it because they get scared. Well, you've also done some other stuff. We'll go off of Z Nation a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear about uh, the accent. So he was in Big Fish when we had Joseph Cross on the show. That okay. was more of like one of your earlier things, right, Big Fish? Yeah, don't blink your eyes or you'll miss me in Big Fish. That's okay. I mean, it was right. a star-studded <laughs> film. and then you I've did, been in a few of those films, too. <laughs> then you did Fat... I, I didn't write down everything. I wrote down the things where I, like, no, I, I've actually seen him. Fat Kid Rules the World with Billy Campbell. He loves Billy Campbell because the Rocketeer. Billy he Campbell. loves the Rocketeer. Love, is Billy yeah, Campbell... Is, is his father that directed, really... That show was directed is by his, Matthew his Lillard, father really, which was his directorial debut, too, so that was fun. Oh, I didn't know that. that Matthew Lillard yeah. from Scream? Yeah, Matthew Lillard. I love him. Yeah, yeah, I love him. He's fabulous. Is Billy Campbell? Is Billy Campbell's family really the the major battery company? I have no idea. He's a multi gazillionaire, you know. His parents, yeah, his parents owned the battery. I forgot the battery company. One of them, the big famous ones, huh? Everready or Duracell? No, not Duracell. One of those, anyway. That's who his father was. He, wow. So he, yeah, he keeps it very secret. He's a sweet guy. I've met him a couple of times, and he was really nice. Very, well, then very you did. Yeah. Then I, you had a a role in Twenty One and Over with Miles Teller, who now is like a list, like one of the biggest freaking stars on the planet, and right? Justin Chan. Which I bring up Justin Chan oh. just because I know him. I've dressed him once uh, at a celebrity event. And uh, and somewhere before all of this, and I don't even know if this is true because I don't know if you wrote the trivia on your IMDb or somebody else did, but I, I have on here that you uh, worked as a nanny in New York City for two the two grandsons of Lucille Ball. Is that true? True story. Yes. So so that's Lucy's daughter. What's that's her name? A bit of trivia, right? <laughs> yeah. That, no, you have a trivia. good trivia sheet. Like uh, everybody, go I, to, to I, Russell I so, Hodgkinson. Yeah. yeah, and go and look under the trivia on IMDb because like everybody else, nobody writes hardly anything, and you got like a whole page of really cool shit. <laughs> so that was Lucy Arnett. Stuff, you know. So yeah. I've, I've got a pretty unorthodox career I've had, and so uh, yeah, that's that was definitely um, a cool moment. Well, when you're an actor, I was, you know, I was working for Lucy Arnaz, Lucy's daughter. Right, Lucy Arnaz, and, and what's her name? husband Lawrence Luckenbill. Bill, right? That's cool, though. Right. Yeah, you don't hear about very male, many male nannies. Well, she has boys. Does that mean? Yeah, make a difference? Simon and Joe. That's cool. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Most people don't want a man uh, with their daughter, in case the guy's a little well, weird. They they like the fact that I had just got out of the army. Right. So I was, I kind of uh, talked to the kids like they're little soldiers and told them, get right. in there, soldiers, clean up that room. And so I was kind of, good, good. Kind of like their, their little drill sergeant. Now, now they're grown men. Do you see them ever? I don't. I'd love to run into them. That'd be fun. Because they're grown men now. How now cool that would be. That they're probably watching Z Nation going, that dude was my nanny. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Lucy Arnaz is watching saying, oh my God, what did we do? Look who we had as a nanny. I know. Well, you know what's what a funny story is. I was doing a I was touring a show, a theater, uh, a play, and uh, we Lucy was staying at the same hotel. She was touring uh, a musical um, with oh gosh. Anyway, she was she was doing a singing. Arnaz tour or a ball, a ball or Arnaz? Which Lucy? Lucy Arnaz. Okay. And so the elevator door opens up, and it's her. And I said, Lucy, and she said, Hello, and I says. It's Rusty. I used to babysit you. I, I babysat for you. And she thought I meant that I her. babysat her. 
And she right. says, I don't think so. And I said, no, no, I babysat Simon and Joe. She says, oh, my God, Rusty? Because I had long hair and a beard. Right. <laughs> so when I babysat for her, I was like 23. So. A clean cut without the beard. That's funny. You couldn't yeah. have babysat for Lucy. So then you, got, then you got a film, Starleaf. And now is this film already out, Starleaf? Uh, yeah, that's already out. And in, in fact, we're working on the uh, the sequel to Starleaf. Okay, so here's the here's the here's the uh, premise of this one. I wrote it down. Hikers find a secret grove of extraterrestrial marijuana, and oh, must geez. must fight for their lives when they anger the otherworldly forces protecting the plant. So aliens are protecting <laughs> the marijuana. Oh, kill me! That, that sounds hilarious. Is it fun? Hey, it's, it's, a comedy. it's right in my uh, right in my wheelhouse. You know, <laughs> yeah. Russell. It's a comedy. Is it? Yeah. A com- Oh, okay. thank It's God. a common thing. It's very funny and, and scary. I'll, I'll it's a horror, high, sci-fi horror, you know. I love and, that. Uh, that and the interesting, the interesting thing about Starleaf is uh, they're actually creating a strain of marijuana called Starleaf uh, that will actually help uh, bring awareness to the, med- the medicinal benefits of uh, marijuana for soldiers with PTSD. Oh, oh cool. that's a good so reason. So it's a real medicinal strain. Yeah. Which I is love very that. cool. I like that also. That makes me happy. And then you did a movie, yeah. You Can't Win. Now, that I didn't see, but I just wrote it down. That's not out yet. That, That's not I, out yet. That, okay. That may never come out. Oh, too bad. It's got Michael Pitt. He's like uh, one of the most greatest actors on the planet. He's pretty wonderful. And I, I don't know what ever happened. It just got shelved for some reason. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed because it, it's a pretty great story based on a book by Jack Black. And did they already did they already finish filming it? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna it's, check if it's into shelved, that. It has to be finished. I know. I'm gonna it's, go it's, check it's, that out though, because I have distribution. I'm gonna maybe contact and maybe I can get it. Is that? Uh, <laughs> I don't, know. Is that I don't right? think it ever got finished. No. I mean, um, and with the editing and all the other stuff you do. I mean, we shot it, but you okay. know, there's so much else that goes. No, on Michael. To, you know, Michael Pitt was it. in Boardwalk Empire. The show Boardwalk Empire, The Blonde. He was in Murder by Numbers with uh, Ryan Gosling and oh, Sandra I like Bullock. Him. He's a good actor. He was in uh, that play. He was uh, he was so great. I love that. I one. know who he is. What now. was the yeah. play they turned into a movie? Do you know the musical Wicked? He sings Wicked Game or Wicked City. Uh, Wiccan? No, 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 no. It's a. Uh, oh, I can't think of that play where he plays like a rock star, a drag, uh, uh, like a. Hedwig. Yeah, Hedwig and the Hedwig. Angry Inch. Yeah, what? A, which is like a great, great, great movie and great play. Um, yeah. And then. I, that I would just like. Did you get to meet Michael Pitt? I did. I, I would I, love to I meet him. There. Oh, he's just really cool. Like I, I, I well, we I, should get him on the show. Yeah, it's hard to get. He doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't do social media. He doesn't do anything. He's kind of like he's got a band. I tried contacting him through his band, but and then you got a mo- another movie, Simple Creature. Yeah, Simple Creature. That was a that was fun. That, that was one- fun. Another um, uh, Seattle filmmaker. Uh, yeah, I tend to like the indie films, you know, um, just because these are sometimes the first-time filmmakers. Uh, it's their first film, and there's, you know, they're so enthusiastic, and I, uh, and it's their it's their baby, you know, and it's just not it's not like just another movie. It's Absolutely, their, you know, and so it's it's really fun. It's a nice environment too. Uh, little indie films. Now, how about if they offered you a role where you have to cut your hair, shave, and you have to play a very rich older man who's keeping Angelina Jolie? Would you turn it down? <laughs> I would not turn that down. <laughs> I didn't think so. You but it's a, it. it's a good um, premise. <laughs> I'm actually in L.A., and um, I, I finally i have got a, a Los Angeles agent, so I'll be able to start auditioning for, um, you know, 
pilot season and and, and other, other things. Yeah, because all the you films wanna, that you, you wanna... mentioned, all the films that you mentioned were all things that I booked while I was living while I was living in Seattle. Right. So they're all little pride, and we don't get a lot of work, but you know, we'll get little indie films here and there, and once in a while, a bigger film will come along. And you'll get a small right. part in a bigger film. Uh, but so no, now but I'm, L.A. I'm is the place. There's no question about it. When I lived out in L.A., all kinds of stuff came. My TV show was in L.A., uh, so ah. that's why we're moving back so we can get better stars, in-house stars, and a better studio, and make our show. Even yeah, next better. time we want, we want to have you on. We, we want to we'll have, have you, you on live. Sit, we want to have you come sit in the studio with us on a couch, and you'll have coffee, <laughs> and, and you know you'll be part of the show rather than skyping in. Uh, I know sure. so many. I'm, I'm in the business 58 years, so I know so many people. In the biz, you know, we all were little kids together. I mean, like Christopher Walken. <laughs> Chris lived up the road from me. My birthday came. My birthday cakes came from his mother's bakery. And wow. little little Chris Walken. I mean, today look where he is. <laughs> now there's some trivia for your IMDb page. I never wrote that. I should write all that crap, you know, because I have so many. No, I I, I knew Ethel Merman. She came from not far from us. Uh, went to school with not my sister. I forgot who. Tony Bennett lived on Steinway Street. I was a hairdresser. I worked for his brother John Bennett, and I used to see Tony all the time. So a lot of people came from Astoria, Queens. Believe it or not, there's a big celebrity thing because Astoria now is called the New Hollywood. I don't know why, because they're building studios there, and. Uh, so many uh, famous stars came from Astoria, Queens, which is two minutes oh. out of Manhattan. So you know it. So let's go to okay. So uh, uh, now now you're you're on Z Nation. Let's say you could be work with who's like your bucket list. Like oh my god, this is the man, male and female I want to like work with that I think would be the coolest thing ever. If you could work with anybody in Hollywood, whether we know them or not, who would you like to work with? Oh gosh, that's just so hard to say. Um, I'd love to do more comedy. Um. Uh, so let me think. Um, you could play George Carlin if they did like a biography. Yes, I could. <laughs> and that good. wouldn't be a bad film. That either. would be a good film because George Carlin's awesome, and he was wild <laughs> and funny and crazy and great. So that's yeah. a great character to play, and it's only because of the beard and the hair. Other than that, you could look like anybody. <laughs> you know that that's the giveaway. You look like I'm sure. I'm trying to picture you, Jimmy. Do you have any pictures we could pull up of him without the beard and the hair? No. I don't. I don't because I lost. I lost. You don't have any thing. pictures of you cleaned up. No, I don't have any I pictures. Of no, I'm talking no. to Russell. Has he going to oh, show? Me sure, of course. <laughs> well, uh, Chad, I can't even get into the chat room, so I can't. No, tell I'd you. like to see what he looks like cleaned oh, up. I can look. Oh, I might be. Yeah, able look. To look, look. Let me see I, if I, I think everybody something. out there would like to know. You know, beards and and hair make everybody look like Santa Claus. So that's why <clears throat> the police department now is starting to do this thing about. Um, Gentlemen, shave again, because we cannot Never. tell the terrorists or the evil people from the good people, because everybody well, looks alike. You're all in hair. Well, then who's going to play the cowboys, the drunks, and the red? Oh, you're, not, you're, you're good looking, Russell. You're good looking. Oh, you, Thanks, oh yeah, Russell. Look at you. Give me that. <laughs> can, we, can we put that up so the girls no. could swoon? Well, Chad might hey, be Russell, putting it up. We you're really a it. handsome looking guy. <laughs> Look at I like there. the beard, so like no, I, think I don't. I like him here with the little with the little goatee and the mustache. This is the. Can you see the picture, Russell? <laughs> I can't see that. You look I good. I remember that. There you could work with Angie. 
Angelina. You're the one with her as Angie now too. No, I, I couldn't see Angie kissing a bearded man. Oh, she's not going to kiss him. But well, the role I had was older man keeping a younger girl. Oh, that's meaning a... he was going to keep Angie, which meant love scenes. I was, uh, Naked he, love scenes. If he's scenes got that bed. much money to keep Angelina Jolie, it doesn't matter what he looks like. No, but <laughs> but when he's handsome like that, you could say, okay, maybe they'll fall in love. But when he looks like Santa Claus, I love it. I love it. I think no, his, he looks great for his part. But you know what? He doesn't want to be typecast. He doesn't want to be put in a box. Yeah, he does. So if he shaves all that <laughs> crap off and looks as handsome as that, he'll get many roles as all kinds of people. Then I'll be like every everybody else in L.A. See, who's That's right. Well, you know, you know what? Like everybody else. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Russell. I'd stay looking like that. No, I but I got to tell you right now, everybody in Hollywood now looks like you. They all have beards. Every single one of them. Well, let's go. Gosling has a beard. Bradley has a beard. They all have beards. Everybody, oh, but I they don't look like him, though. No, 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 no. But they all are covered in hair. Jake Gyllenhaal had a beard at the Golden Everybody's Globes. Everybody's got a beard now. I'm so sick of looking. At, even Jimmy has a beard. Years ago, <laughs> even me. <laughs> you know, years ago we had Rock Hudson, Tony Curtis. We had beautiful men that made movies exciting and glamorous. Now these guys that are bearded and the way they dress, they look like the jerk across the street tuning his engine in his garage. That's not Hollywood. That's not glamour. We want Cary Grant again. We oh, want to. Good Lord. Well, we, wake up, man. Wake up. I can't Lord. wake up. I can't. <laughs> I can't. You know who's Cary Grant today? Clooney. Who? George Clooney. Okay. He okay. acts like Cary. He looks like Cary. He dresses like Clary. Cary. I think George Clooney is probably one of the most glamorous Hollywood male leading stars. And, and, he, and he's a great actor as well. Um, so I would like to bring back, and also Robert Osborne, we've spoken about it, and he said he would like to see a little bit of the old Hollywood back again. It wouldn't, like it wouldn't it. be terrible. And I think La La Land is trying to do that, but they really didn't do it quite the right way. But remember, Marlena Dietrich, uh, Mr. Robert, Mr. Blackwell, my good friend's lover, Robert, was a hairdresser, and he did Marlena Dietrich's hair one day up at Sacks in Beverly Hills. And he said he almost shit himself. He couldn't deal with touching her, being near her. He was shaking. He was terrified of her because it was Marlena Dietrich. He was shaking. He didn't, he was just a wreck. Today, you know, the actresses go in, they share the sandwich with the hairdresser. They don't care. I like that. Yeah, that sort of glamour is gone. The fear of the, of the star glamour is gone. That's kind of great, isn't it, though? I think it no, is. No, 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 no. I love it. got to remember, though, he's old school. Why do we want to put these people on pedestals? Like because because I was I was a little boy act. I was a little boy in the Second World War, and I saw a newsreel film of our men being killed by the Japanese and the Nazis. I lived through a terrible time when we didn't have gasoline, when we didn't have cars, when we couldn't have rubber tires. I lived through a time when we went without heat in the winter because we couldn't get fuel because everything went to the war. All I had was the Strand movie theater, and I would go there for fifteen cents. And there I was in a mansion where people had hot water, beautiful bathtubs. Women looked gorgeous. They were elegant. Men were dressed beautifully. The cars were fantastic. And it kept my spirits high because I said, that's what I want to do one day. That's what I want to be one day. I want to be rich. I want to be famous. It gave us an incentive because the world around us was all gloom and sadness because the Second World War was horrible. If you think the wars that followed were bad, no. The Second World War was the worst war I have ever experienced, and I've experienced many wars. 
Hollywood takes our minds off of things. We don't want to go there and see what we have next door. Okay, I mean, I'm, this is of interest to some people, not all, but I some know, people. But I love Hollywood the way it is now. <laughs> no, many of our listeners agree. They say, I go to the movies to be entertained, not to be shown what's in everyday world. You know what I mean? They don't want to see reality in such reality. We go there for fantasy. When we watch zombies, we know zombies don't exist. So we go there because it's fantasy. It takes us away from... I hope they don't ever exist. <laughs> takes us away from the separation we have become Actually, in this country. We saw a, a good movie the other day that, that we would recommend, even though it got panned by, by people. They didn't like it because I was on Twitter looking at it. But we saw the new Ben Affleck movie, Live by right. Night. It's about the ma mafia in the 20s and 30s, the Italian and the Irish. Irish mafia. It was very well shot, very well acted. It was like really, really good. And we came out of it thinking, oh, my God, this is like a really good movie. And I thought, everybody's going to love this movie. And then I went on Twitter, and like it's just totally getting panned, and like nobody likes it. Every tweet about it is like it's the worst movie like on the planet. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's really not. Because so it's all subjective, I guess. It, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, which every film should have, and most don't. It was well acted by Ben and the cast. It was beautifully shot. The, 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 the cinematography was just wonderful. Um, it, it was a class act movie. It was a movie that could have gotten away with it in the 50s. But, you know, it wasn't, it, and it had violence. It had a lot of shooting of people, killing, blowing up. But it, it was done well. And it was, let's say, good taste. Um, unfortunately, we have audiences today that have very, very. Uh, Attention spans. Their attention span is not much. They're on their Twitters all day. They're on their cell phones. I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm on Twitter all day. And they disconnect from the world. They don't know how to speak on telephone. So you guys, listen up. Hold on, because we're going to run out of time. So first of all, you guys, this is Russell Hodgkinson. He plays Doc on Sci-Fi Z Nation. He's also, if you go on his IMDb, he's got tons and tons of credits, and I'm sure that you're going to have tons and tons of more. Do you have anything else like coming up that we should know about? Um, no, not really. You know, we're we're all getting excited for season four of Z Nation, so we'll we'll get back to work on that. And uh, and pilot I season. I hope you book. Also, I hope you book something great. You really should. It's it's. Oh, uh, thanks. Well, I appreciate it. And I can tell from from your personality because I'm pretty good at this. I've met trillions of actors in my day. Judging by your personality, I would say that this film, this show you're on now, is a stepping stone. You're going to go places because you have a nice personality and you're able to emote and you're able Thank to be you, friendly. No, no, Thank this you. is no smoke up your ass. I don't do that. No, you're, know, a you're able to talk to a camera and make a friend and you've made a friend of me and that's so important. We have many guests on who are so full of themselves that we get nothing from it. Hmm. All we get is a lot of their bullshit. You are a person of empathy and I could tell that you can... Do a, you, you're, you're a good actor. Easy words. You're a damn good actor. Thank you so much. You've got spirit and style. So what is Hodge Mahal? Like, what is, what is that? Like, how did you come up with your Twitter name, Hodge Mahal? Um, my, my best friend Chris came up with that for me back, in the, back when email was just starting. And uh, he said, you need an email account. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that is. And so he said, look, I'm going to set you up. And he just came up with it. And, okay. Uh, and so... It's just his. So we want everybody to follow you on follow you on Twitter, you guys. So follow Russell on Twitter. It's at h o d g m a h a l. Is that how you pronounce it, Hodge Mahal? It's like Taj Mahal, but Hodge Mahal. Right. We want everybody to tune into Z Nation. If you haven't seen the first three seasons, they're on Netflix. So get caught up before season four comes out. I guess when will it come out in the fall? Probably. 
uh, September 2017. All right, so it'll be coming out. So you have you got plenty of time, everybody, to catch up on the whole thing. I really wish you all the best luck in uh, during pilot season and just in everything that you do. It's uh, been a super pleasure. You're a super cool guy, and and I love the beard and everything, and I think it's going to make you stand out. I want to get a roll on Vikings, and I want to get a roll on uh, you know Vikings is awesome. Vikings is a good show. Bikers and Vikings and bums and rednecks. You would have been great. You would have been Sons of Anarchy. Yes, you would have been so good on Sons of Anarchy too if they bring something like that or when they because eventually those shows always come around. So I love it. I think that that you've well, developed. Well, you know, Emilio, Emilio Rivera, who has been on our show, was on Sons of Anarchy, and he got mm-hmm. they got a spinoff. I think it's called the Mayans or something. Yeah, the Mayans. Oh, yeah, and uh, so and he's my buddy. So maybe Just, I'll get to. Just get, your agent, just, just get your agent sending you out everywhere. You're going you're gonna to book yeah. tons of them. You're a great actor. You're a lot of fun. We want to thank you so much. Good luck with pilot season, and we can't wait for season four of Z Nation. And we'll see you Maybe. in the movies. That's right. We'll see you in the, so movies. in the movies. Thank you so much. Take care, babe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Chad, let's do uh, Nathan King Heaven Tonight. Let's do it. I'm burning. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan King's Heaven Tonight. At the party, looking my way with them pretty blue eyes. Got an innocent smile, but she's a devil in disguise. Works the dance floor when she knows that you're watching. In the tight jeans that make your heart stop and see a tattoo on the small of her back. Why don't you come over here and we can head on out tonight? I don't know you, so let's start picking up the slack. Cause baby, there's no going back. You're driving me. Take a dirt road to see the look in her eyes that light up the night, making everything all she right. She gets the boots off with the radio blasting, leans back, saying she wants to go fast. Turn her lights down underneath the moonlight. I can show you a night that you ain't gonna forget. You're driving me insane, can't get you off my brain. And I know it's wrong, but it feels so right. Come on, girl, cause I wanna see heaven tonight. Making love underneath.
everybody that was nathan king heaven tonight and sorry everybody but my ipad died so i can't can't see what you're saying in the chat room so i apologize i can't get in it and i've got it plugged in but it's not charging i don't know why <laughs> but anyway we went to the macabre fair film festival this weekend uh with elsie and adam ginsburg we had a really good time. We uh, They had a whole bunch of different shows that were doing interviews, and so we got interviewed on the red carpet for all the different shows about our show. And we got to uh, present awards for best... I don't, I don't remember what mine were. Mine was best actress in a feature film and best soundtrack or something. Mine was best sci-fi movie and best um, director, I think, or something. It was fun. Either way, we had a good time, and then we got to sit at the table, uh, and they put us at the table with the other celebrity guests, so it was a lot of fun. And one of the people that we met there was Jason Finney. You guys know him. He's been uh, he's in the new movie with Daniel Radcliffe in Pervium, but he's been on uh, Daredevil and Gotham and a whole bunch of cool TV shows. And anyway, he's going to be our guest next week. One of the nicest people I've met in the business, and his girlfriend Amy is just a doll. Yes, absolutely. So we nice had a really people. good time. So we made two new friends. You know, we drove back from New York to uh, Pennsylvania, which is like a um, three-and-a-half-hour drive, and it had been snowing, and the roads were a little treacherous. And the next day, we got a lovely email from – not an email. What did we get, a tweet? What did we get? Not an email. Oh, no, text message. We text got message. a text message from Jason saying, I hope you guys got home okay. Let us know. Those are the kind of people I like. You meet them once, and they become friendly and caring. Jason is is an unusually looking man. He's ex he's extremely um, exotic and stunningly handsome. Strangely handsome, not the traditional handsome. So I think he's going to go far in films because of his look, his features. He photographs well, and I think he can either be interesting or horrible and scare you to death. Um, We'll see what happens with his career. He looks a little bit kind of like a Derek Mears for anybody who like knows all the like action people who do all the stunts and act in like the really big horror movies. Uh, he looks a little bit like Derek Mears, but he's not a really a horror movie actor. So we'll get to no, talk with not. him next week. We'll he's more of like an action bad guy. He always plays right, bad guys, right. kind of like John Berriman. But so on on what he does, I mean, he's the nicest guy in the world. We had a really fine time. Uh, everybody uh, was just cheering each other on, and it, it was like a big family of, of writers and directors and actors and lighting people, sound people, everybody that makes a movie a movie. And everybody was very nice to each other, and that I liked a lot. No pol politics, nothing. It was just about film. So it was a wonderful event. Now they're going to do the 2018 in Palm Springs. So Jimmy and I will have a hand in that. And we'll see what goes. And also, we got to see your friend, Edward X. Young, who's the horror guy. Ed, Ed X. Young, yeah. And we, got his, we got a copy of his new movie that he stars in, which we haven't watched it yet, but we're going to watch. Right. Ed is like one of the up-and-coming stars of all... Uh, I don't want horror movies. That's that's the wrong word. Of all... Um, Scary. No. What would Al Alfred Hitchcock call it? Alfred Hitchcock had good names Suspense, for things. Suspense, mystery, but he's kind of like all of them, though. He, macabre. Bizar that's why she calls it macabre. Bizarre. Macabre. That's, that's the word. That's why she calls it macabre. Yeah, macabre. Macabre movies. That's the perfect word. These movies are definitely macabre. Absolutely. But they're changing because, as I said earlier, I spoke with a lot of the writers and directors and producers there, and they said they were starting to do films with more story and then bring in the horror not make it horror, horror, horror with a few words. 
a story. And I think that's going to improve the horror films a lot. Absolutely. I think, uh, and I forgot what the one that he's in. It's about clowns. It's called, I forgot, but we're going to watch it. And so we'll let everybody right, know. Right, and actually right. when the film gets released to the world, we're going to actually bring the guy who wrote it and directed it on with Ed, with Ed to promote it. Right. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Our life is exciting. We go to places that most don't, and we do things that most don't. And um, I had to be a little different. So if I, let me see if I get it correct this time. Uh, when I got up on stage, I addressed my people and I said, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, transsexuals and gay people. And those of you who are not gay, too bad I am. And they went hysterical. They thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So I sort of broke the ice on everything because there were some transgender people there, uh, two or three men that became women or dressed as women and think they're women. Well, they really think they're women. I guess they are women. I don't really get it. They're not drag queens, by the way. They're transgender people. And they were people of all color, class, styles. Uh, it was just a wonderful melting pot of the world. And I truly, truly sat back like a sponge and I absorbed all of it and I enjoyed all of it. It was fabulous. It was totally my element. of. And the beautiful uh, part is, is our dear friend Elsie. Who came on last week. Who, yeah, who came on last week is battling breast cancer and winning. And we're thrilled to death about that. So it was a, a really good, positive, fabulous evening. There you go. Again, sorry too about the chat room, everybody, because I'm uh, I can't get in. I, I get in for lets me in for one second, and then the computer dies. I don't know what's the matter with it. So we can't, I don't want to mess anything up on our video. So Chad, what's going on with you? <clears throat> Oops, sorry. I'm trying to charge my phone. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the same problem. I'm trying to charge my iPad. Oh yeah. Well, we no one believes me. What's that? No one believes me. This studio that we are in. Yeah. is built atop of Patriot Hill. Yeah. Patriot Hill is a famous war battle of the revolution. George Washington was here. There was a massacre and a battle here that you would not believe. The bloodshed in these woods where we live is plentiful. Is it haunted? I swear to you, there's a something, a presence in this studio. Yeah. All our equipment goes... Terrible things have been happening to me. Weird things are happening because I'm very psychic and I believe and the spirits always go to where they believe. That's why I'm waiting for Jesus Christ to come and visit me because I believe. If you don't believe, the spirits don't come to you. So I feel there's an evil uh, spirit here. Jimmy, stop it. She's eating the carpet. Oh, Brandy, you're crazy. She had a big hole in the carpet. Are you kidding? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, Brandy. Stop it, Brandy. Oh, Sit. See, because she's not getting attention. She's neurotic. She's being neurotic. That's um, the baby girl dog. So I'm going to do my own self-promotion real quick, everybody. So my book, uh, The Beaumonts, the Kentucky Bourbon Series, which I'm holding up a copy of it now, is available on Amazon. It's uh, a really cool movie. I mean, a really cool book I'm trying to turn into a... <laughs> I'm trying to get it turned into a television show. We're going to be working on a soap opera pilot for the Beaumonts, everybody. So please, I need Amazon reviews. Download it on Amazon and uh, give it a review. It's under uh, Jimmy Col- Jimmy Starr and Bobby Collins. And uh, and uh, please download it. It's called The Beaumonts. Go ahead. I'll get her. I'll go get her. Go get her. All right. Come here, Brandy. She's absolutely ripping the carpet up. What is wrong with her? Brandy, stop it. Like I'm disciplinarian, right? Oh, wow. What am I going to do now? 
Oh well. Okay. I'm gonna get rid of these damn dogs. Ugh. Sometimes they're a pain in the ass. Anyway, we love them, but they are a lot of work. Randy, get over here. Why are you doing that to the rug? <laughs> I reprimanded her. I said, Brandy, why are you doing that to the rug? That was hard for me. But good boy. All right, Jim, come back. Who do we have now on our show next that we've gone to sleep on this show? Is there anybody calling in yet? Nobody's called in. I guess they figured, forget it. I'm napping. They're too busy getting the dog okay. with the rug. That's okay. We can... That's right. <laughs> All right, everybody. So it's a weird show day. What can I tell you? The weather here is terrible, and uh, it's, it's cold. It's rainy. The dog's acting uh, crazy. It's 50 degrees. It's, it's not even cold. No, it's 40. It was 50 earlier. It was 40 when we came home. Really? And uh, the, weather is, the weather is not good. It's all cloudy and rainy and terrible and not a lot of fun. And, and my, and my iPad's not charging, huh? She's acting crazy. Why know, is she doing She always this? does that. Always. She does it all the time, but she doesn't normally eat, the, eat things. So in the meantime... She, she get, if she doesn't get attention, she gets nuts. Brandy, that's okay, so pet her. Come here, Brandy. Listen Brandy. to that. Chad, you don't have a dog, right? You have a cat. Yeah, we got a Brandy. cat. This, this dog's just like going crazy. Because <laughs> she needs love. Like me, everybody needs love. Everybody needs love and attention. You know, I mean, I know that, uh, like, what's her face? Goddess. If goddess doesn't get love, she eats rugs, too. I, I wish I would give you a response to that, except for that <laughs> I can't get into the chat room. <laughs> hey, I got a caller trying to call in, Which but is, it wants to put... All but, right, let's, t let's but take it. it wants it. to put you on hold, so why is that? Hmm. Oh, maybe because there's two of them going to call. Is that weird? Hold on, I'm going to try to Maybe, add, I'm not I'm sure. try to add this caller to the group. <clears throat> All right. All right, everybody. Here we go. It's hello? like live. So we'll see. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh, I didn't know you were calling us. Let me get Lassie really quick. Okay. No problem. Well, we were just calling you back because I guess you called us once, but no problem. Call us back. No, no. What? <laughs> I missed something. Call me irresponsible. Call me whatever else it is. Call me. <laughs> me? Call Jimmy? me. Now. Yes. Hey, who's this? Hey, we're on. Are you hey. both on? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I was just singing. Call me. Oh. Call me irresponsible. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Whatever the song is. I know how to. I know how to pronounce Krista Campbell. But can 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 uh, Laddie? How do I pronounce your name so I don't sound like an idiot? It is. Lattie. Lattie. And and your last name Groban. Lottie Grobman. 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 Like like Christina Lottman. Grobman. Oh, I don't Lottie. 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 Okay. Lottie, like in Italian, latta is milk, so Lottie would be the milk, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's do it. Friend? All right, everybody. So now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulous Lottie Grobman and Krista Campbell. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. Um, before we get started, let me like introduce everybody. First of all, Crystal, you might remember. I don't know if you remember because we had you on the show back yeah, in the beginning. I did your show before, didn't I do your show? Yeah, you did our show before. Like It was many, many years ago. It was when Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. No, I remember. I remember. It was many of you because we were living in Florida then, and now we're in Pennsylvania. And back then we had many like a, 
Yeah, back then we only had a few customers. Back then we had like a couple hundred thousand listeners, and now we have a couple million. So we've we've grown and you've grown. So wow. congratulations. But let me introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. You don't remember me. Hello. My heart is breaking. No, she does remember you. She doesn't remember me. <laughs> and I'm sad. And she's so gorgeous. The show. They're I both gorgeous. And, and, and I said I was going to go straight for you. I take that back. <laughs> You don't remember me. You don't love me. No, you don't love me anymore. Let's face it. Tell the people. You just don't care about me anymore. (laughs) My kisses mean nothing. I realize that. Of course I do, but I was just going to offer my love, but you know. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. So how are you? Hold on. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, ladies. Welcome to the show. We had a lot of fun the last time you were on. You don't remember, but I remember. I remember some of the guests, not all of them. But he always remembers the pretty women. No, and the fun ones. <laughs> and the guests. I'm the guests. memorable. And the guests. Yeah, you are memorable. And your name I remembered. For, could you believe that one? That's like a real major achievement. <laughs> so, so also, you guys, we have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello. Hello. There you go. All right. So, um, okay. So let, let's, let's go with now, because I guess now, Krista, besides being a, a, a very well-known actress, the two of you guys have, have teamed up to form Cam- Campbell Grobman Films. Is that correct? Yeah. And you're Academy Award-nominated producers. And you're yeah. doing all kinds of really cool stuff. Plus, you're working with Josh Mitchell from Wicked, Wicked Pissa Publicity. Yeah, he's, he's he's great. We love him. Yeah, he's cool. He, we actually we actually bring a lot of his clients on the show. He's really cool. So so tell us a little bit about how you guys got together and maybe like Lottie, you talk first. I have a hard time with that name. I don't know why, but Lottie, you start talking no, first since we've think, never since we've never had you on and we've had Krista. Okay. Go ahead. Oh wait. Yes. What what's the question? Sorry. Okay, let's go. Just tell us a little bit about how you guys hooked up, because we've had Chris on. That way people get to well, hear you. Well, why don't we go before that, since you made it so obvious. Lottie, where did your name come from, and who? what does it mean, if anything? I, I was born in Russia, in Moscow, and my parents immigrated to Israel when I was a baby. So I'm oh, awesome. Russian-Israeli and American now. Russian-Israeli-American. Good. good, good, good. Lottie is a very pretty name. Good and, I love this. good and bad. Good and bad. No, I love Christine Lottie, the actress. <laughs> he likes the name no, Lottie. Maybe I, should put, maybe I should put an H in my name so nobody will get confused. Is that going to make it so you don't get confused? Seriously. The but do you know who Christine Lottie Do you know who Christine is? Yes, L-A-H-T-I. I know her. Well, first of all, yes, it's my business. I know who she is. But I remember... When she won an Emmy and she was in the bathroom and did not go on stage to get the, the prize. You remember oh. that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny she thing was to bring up. While, while winning. She's in a movie that I an love. With, she did a movie called Gross Anatomy with uh, Matthew Modine and a bunch of people. And I love that movie so much. It's like an 80s movie. I'm, I'm old. And... Uh, and it was a really, really good movie, and and so like I've always loved her work ever She's since made then. Many a good. I know, film. but that's the one I like. Many, many. You should wear a diaper next time. Yeah. Or a catheter. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your biggest worry at the Emmys or the Oscars is you're sitting there and you said, can I use the, re- should I use the restroom or are they going to call our category? Like, now we're paranoid about it. Like, no, all she had to do was, get, all she had to do was very quietly get the champagne glass, slide it under her gown and there you go. It would have looked like champagne. You know how many times I peed in my car? <laughs> I do it almost every day. I'm not even kidding. It's ridiculous. I think that's hilarious. We have a we have a thing in our car. It's a hospital, uh, whatever it is, a funnel thing, and we keep it for very long trips because living here and going up to the uh, Pocono Mountains, there aren't very many facilities, and you don't want to stop on the highway because the trucks are flying by. So okay, you. Okay, have- that's disgusting. I'm never gonna buy a used car again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it doesn't get in it though, because we no. go to we live in Pennsylvania and we go to New York City for like a lot of movie premieres and, and stuff. And it's like a three or three uh, half hour ride. So, but I designed something. Well, it's easy. It's easy for you to pee. Yes, and not make, yeah, not yeah. It's pee. much easier for us than you. You're but right. I wanted to design this for a car, a hose. There's a hole in the bottom of the door, and the hose goes out the hole in the bottom of the door, <laughs> and there's yeah, a hose that goes up to a funnel and then touch the steering wheel. Well, it, it, wait, it goes up to the funnel. All a man does is he puts his junk in the funnel, pees, and it goes out But she said that you touch door. it, and then you touch the steering wheel. <laughs> well, let me yeah, tell you something. Let me disgusting. tell you something really gross. You went down on your girlfriend, and then you went home, and your mother wanted to kiss you hello. Poor mom. So there. So there you go. You want to talk or about my, bad stuff? My, my I didn't know you tongued your mother. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's an old saying. She said she didn't know you tongued your father. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I love her fun. Listen, there's an old saying. Do you kiss your mother with that dirty mouth when you have when you curse a lot? Actually, listen to this. Do you guys ever, like, mess around with your Siri on your phone? I don't know if you have a Siri on your phone or not. But, like, Ron started it's saying fun. a bunch of nasty stuff to Siri on the on the phone. And that's what Siri came back and said. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate Siri's guts. Whoever she is, I want to track her down, find her, and hang her. That voice annoys me when she tells you, make her right. <laughs> she yells at you. Right in our car, she's wicked. Closet. There's a traffic light. Don't you see it? So let's go. Let's talk a little bit about you guys then. So so um, first of all, okay, so you've teamed up. You guys are like extremely getting extremely well-known producers. you got a... Uh, an Emmy nomination for the documentary Brave Miss World, which I don't know what that's about. So tell us, somebody tell us what that's about real quick. It is about a uh, Israeli beauty queen who went on to win the um, Brave Miss World. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss World. She went to win, she became Miss World basically in South Africa. But six weeks before that, she was raped in Italy um, and um, once she won, she broke down in tears, and then she understood that her mission uh, for winning this is to go around the world and support uh, other rape victims. So she goes all over the world and um, gives lectures. She Obviously, the, the Italians didn't do anything about it, but the Israelis, when the guys went to Israel, um, arrested them at the airport, put them in jail for 16 years, and she went all over the world. She went to South Africa where girls who are 12 years old getting raped by men with AIDS who believe they can get rid of their AIDS. That was at the time. Uh, really, really oh my disturbing God. stories. Uh, it sounds like yeah, a great documentary, story- though. Should be made into a movie. And- 
it should be a movie. Yeah, eventually she became religious and, and um, turned her life into, you know, that. Uh, but very, very um, important movie. And so how do people, how can people, is, is that been distributed someplace? Is there a way people can see that? Yeah, it was, it was, it was theatrical. It was in Netflix. But okay. Maybe, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix um, anymore. Um, and obviously, Winter on Fire, which was nominated for an Emmy and an Oscar. But those are the documentaries. Let's talk about the fun stuff. Okay, tell us about the fun stuff. What's the biggest, funnest thing you got going? Well, right now we have Krista. You're better at this. <laughs> we okay, Krista. Um, a movie. So there's a movie we've been wa- we've been uh, <laughs> fighting for for about seven years. It's called Pablo Escobar with Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. So, and Peter Sarsgaard, he came aboard. So we just wrapped that in Colombia, which is going to be amazing. Congratulations! Incredible script. Super excited about that, and you know. You other small movies like A Hitman Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson that's being finished right now, or sort of finished shooting that were in post. And then, um, I wrote down something. Said, I said something. I wrote down huh? something that says Criminal with Kevin Costner, Gary Oldman, and Tommy Lee it Jones. It came out. It's old news. Oh, is that the one that's out now? No, it came out in uh, Mar- and April, May. In May. In April, yeah, April. okay. It just, it just recently came on like HBO, though, I think. Yeah, you have seeing it. A lot of people seeing it right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I just so saw it. On, I just saw it on HBO. Yeah. I didn't watch it yet. I didn't know it was your film, but I noticed. I, we were flicking through HBO two nights ago, and I said, "Oh, I want to see that movie," but it was already halfway through. I want to wait till I actually see it. Now, so, did you girls work with Kevin? No, it's a good film. Did you work with Kevin or meet him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin's amazing. He's so talented. So, so what'd you think of there. Kevin Cosner, girls? He's amazing. No, beyond, he's besides so amazing, he's isn't he one of the most sexiest men in the world? Um, he's, he's sexy. He's, he's very, yeah, he's very sexy. I think he's the sexiest. What do one, we have? We had one of the sexiest. I mean, looking at it from a gay viewpoint, I think he's totally sexy. I always, <laughs> I always had the hots for Kevin Cosner. Actually, we had somebody on the show last year. I forgot who it was. Amanda what, Wiss, maybe. Amanda, anyway, yeah. she and that was like she was in Wyatt Earp or whatever cowboy movie he did, and that was like she was his love interest, and so we were like asking her how it was like to kiss Kevin Costner. <laughs> we're like little perverted fools. What did you say? She said it was fabulous. She, she said it was fabulous, a, and he's and, wonderful. And he's a good kisser, and he's very you know kind and gentle and whatever. I think Kevin Cosner is just one of the best actors around. What about Eliza Graves? Is that a new movie? It's an old movie. Do your homework. What's wrong with you? Uh, I didn't know you guys were coming on <laughs> until 20 minutes before like the show started. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I also have, well, I have, I have She's Funny That Way with Jennifer Aniston. That was good. That no, that's not out already. yet. That's so, out, Jimmy. Well, uh, that's uh, you have to talk to your publicist. That's, that's been out for this a year. Is, wait, wait a second. This is the information your publicist sent me. Like of all the films, it says you're executive producing it. And then I've got Red Sonya oh, and Day, uh, Red Sonya and Day of the Dead remake. And I know that that the the Day of the Dead remake isn't out yet. Yeah, they're not. Uh, we can talk about those other films. I'm just saying they are definitely out. I don't. We don't mind talking about them, but they are. They they it's already come out. So tell us, well, will you tell us what is the the next most exciting one that that's not out yet that you want everybody to know that the two of you are producing? Hello, Hitman Bodyguard. Peter. 
Oh, yeah, The Bleeder with, uh, coming out in May 5th uh, with Leo Shriver and Naomi Watts and uh, Ron Perlman and Poutal. That's a really, really great movie. It's just it's a true story of uh, Rocky. It's, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, the guy who basically thought he was Rocky or could have been Rocky, we don't know. So, <laughs> it's, uh, we'll never know. What are the... I was going to say, well, one of the things that I did read, uh, I clicked on the link, and it was a great article in Forbes magazine saying, the power duo of Campbell uh, Grobman films paves way for more women at the top in entertainment. So maybe we could talk about that a little bit, the fact that you guys are female producers and you're producing great films with the biggest stars on the planet, and that doesn't get done a whole lot by women. It's about time it does. It's a great article. That we're always talking about the fact that it doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, transgender, whatever you are, it doesn't matter what it is. It matters what you do, what work you put in, and how many, how how passionate you are about your work, and how bad you want it, and what content you have. And those are much much more important than being uh, men. Uh, you know, if you think it's easier, I don't know. I don't know if it's true. I mean, the fact. Show that more men produce movies or do other things, but I think times have changed, and uh, and and I don't see it being a, I don't see it being more difficult to be a woman. I don't think, especially us, because we're so a little bit, um, you know, we're not tomboys. Now it's now it's yeah, not well, difficult. But years back, I knew Rita Lupino. Rita Lupino was a dancer, good friend of mine, and her sister was Ida Lupino. Ida Lupino was one of the first women to start to direct, and they gave her a really, really rough time because they felt that she couldn't do it right, that all the, the films that she did would be Mamby Pamby, Woman's View, uh, no... Well, what not, about, uh, what's her name, Penny Marshall? Yeah, then or Penny, Penny Marshall came the, many the, years Penny later. Jenkins. Penny came years later. Ida Lupino was back in 1947-48 when she decided of to course. direct. Back then it was definitely, definitely harder. I mean, women <laughs> couldn't vote. What are we talking about, right? Right. So, so yeah, you've, but I you've think come a long way with... Now, now we had, yeah. what's the name on, uh, who, or I can't, my friend, uh, what's the name, from Astoria, uh, from Time, time, time Class, cla Jesus Christ, I'm having a tough time today. Um... Turner movies. Black hair. We had her on. I love her. You're, you're as dim-witted as I am. Oh, Ileana Douglas. Right. Ileana Douglas. Now, you must know Ileana. Oh, she's great. Yeah. I love Ileana. She's so, with today's women and what's going on in women in film and stuff, uh, terrific. Yes, you girls are, are fabulous producers because I've seen some of your films and they're really good. And they're not female. They don't have any sex at all. They're just film. So to the people yeah. that think women that direct are doing women films, bullshit. No, absolutely not. The well, a lot of people feel that. If they, if they hear a woman directed, the guys don't no, want to go. Directing. Oh, wait, you guys aren't directing them, though, right? You're producing them. Or are <laughs> you directing them the also? This is, a, this is the thing. This is the thing. So if you're waiting around for someone to offer you a job and you're crying that they're not giving you a chance, then that's your own problem. Go out there and make it happen yourself. That's part of the, when I was acting, I had to make it myself. I didn't have to sit around and wait for an agent. When I was, you know, when we're producing, we have to fight every day and go out there and, and, and battle other people that are trying to get our projects and fight against them. So we're not sitting back and crying that, 
oh, no, someone's getting an opportunity and we're not. Yes, we have to fight for it, and we fight hard. But Absolutely. I well, you've done some good films. I mean, back and cry that you're not getting a, a directing part and they're giving to this guy. Well, go out and work for it. Go out and prove yourself. or go. I don't think her problem was being a woman. Her problem was being a first-time director, probably. Well, also it was right? um, the, the directors in Hollywood at that time were so afraid that they'd have to split the competition with women now as well as men. So they were trying to keep women out of directing and producing because Ida Lupino also produced with Dick Powell and I forget two other people, a, a television hour show. And each week one of but those then stars... You have all the success, then you have all the success stories. I mean, you have Sherry Lansing... And you have Paula Wagner, and you have all these very famous Pascal. Yeah, but yes. they all came. I'm, yeah. t I'm talking about the first actress who had the balls well, to say, right. I'm going to produce and direct. And that was Ida Lupino. Fully, as a man. That's in oh, what, the 40s. That's people, that was 19, were, she started uh, in 1946-47. And I never got the stories yeah. directly from Ida. I got them from Rita, her sister. And her sister would tell me, my sister is having such difficulty. They want to boycott her in Hollywood. They don't want to give her films. They want to squeeze her out. And Ida Lupino yeah, was a major star. Well, we, we, we thank her for starting this and giving yeah, us and, this. And no uh, credit is ever yeah, given I, to Ida. Ida, Ida was a major, major Warner Brothers star. She was a superstar. And to do this to her, it, 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 it made her crazy, by the way. And she began drinking a lot and became a hermit and would wrap her garbage in ribbons for the garbage men to take. She went a little crazy. And we think it was all because of Hollywood and what they did to her and how they boycotted her and how they were abusive to her. and how they. So she was basically like the Joan of Arc leader. She, like, well, she was well, that's the forefront why, of the whole thing. That's why I'm bringing up her name and talking about her because no one ever does. We know that Ida Lupino directed, but nobody knows to what extent and produced. So, uh, And it was difficult. So Krista... I'm gonna so because yeah. you said like that when you were you listen to the way she says yeah <laughs> when you you said That's like when you were knows I'm here, when, no, no, when when you were acting but like you're still acting right because now I'm on IMDb looking and like you you've done at least one film every year since we had you on the show and uh, you've done a bunch no, of films some of the years oh actually I saw the awakened film so it got released now that I'm looking at this oh, and yeah, hope uh, yeah listen. Somebody came to me and said, hey, do you, will you play this role in this movie? So I said, oh, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, I didn't, like, audition or try for it. So if someone comes to me and says, hey, there's a role, we're going to pay you, can you do it? You know, of course I'm going to say yes. Anyone would say yes. Because I also saw Homefront and Spiders 3D, the guy who wrote... I don't know if he wrote the screenplay or he wrote the book or whatever, but like I used to talk to him a lot. He's been on. He was on the show probably back when that movie came out many years ago. So, so I think it's like really cool though because you can still do both, and and now you're kind of moved yourself, you know, into a high profile, actually a very yeah, high a profile like role. You can't, you can't put yourself in a box. You can never say I'm doing this or I'm this never. way or I'm that way. You have never. to do everything in this business. You have to do it all, everything. So, sweep sweep you know, the stage, as we say. Years ago, we used to say, I'll sweep the stage to stay in the business. Yeah, and that's what you have so, to do. Sweep the stage. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so now I'm on IMDb looking at the bleeder. First of all, congratulations. What an A-list cast you've got in this one. And 
I actually I know Jim Gaffigan, but like you got a really great cast. So like, when does this film actually come out? It comes out May fifth in the theaters. Okay, everybody, everybody needs to check this one out. You're gonna like it. Well, it's got Naomi Watts, Ron Perlman, Liev Schreiber, Jim Gaffigan, Elizabeth Moss, and a bunch of other people who I'm not sure who all of them are. But like, just just having those top three or four is like a list, super fantastic. And yeah, they're, they're really talented. So really now that now song. that you're producing, okay, how do the dates feel? The boys, the men, the lovers, the husbands. How do they feel about producers? Because producers have a lot of clout and do you use your clout uh, I, all, all I can say is the weirdest thing started happening where I'm getting random texts from actors like sending me the sexy photos of themselves which really freaks me out so it means that I'm some like <laughs> they want me to be their sugar mama or something I don't really understand well it. they I'm want they want a part in the movie you know like like you know, the, yeah, these, I get the it. It's the know. actor's couch. It's like the new actor's couch. Right. <laughs> exactly. It freaks me out. It freaks me out. I'm getting. It, like, it freaks that, me that out too because I get a lot people. of email from very young guys who are actors, and they all want to be on our show. Or what could we do for them? Do because they know how many people I know. They think I'm going to go to bed with them and then call my friends up and say, "Listen, I'm sleeping with this guy, and I want you to put him in a movie." I mean, dream on, kids. Dream on. That doesn't happen anymore um so you get a lot of that stuff huh <laughs> it's, it's a little creepy yeah i don't it get is, it. it is well <laughs> <laughs> you should be getting it lati you should be getting it right. you're absolutely gorgeous if you were on this if you were on skype now everybody could see how beautiful you are um so you will be getting it so i also see on well, here another i have i i have too many kids nobody wants a girl with so many kids how many children? No, they don't care. They don't care if you have kids or not. They just want parts of movies. Right. So they're sending naked photos. Like, oh, naked. They're sending naked photos? Oh, I thought you were talking about love. <laughs> no, not love. We're talking about sex, pay for play. Oh, love. You know? oh, oh. Did you see my photo? It's naked. Did you see the naked one I sent of you? Of me? No, that's true. Yeah, I sent I sent you a naked one. It's the one that folds out because I have an erection, so you have to fold out the card. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So you stop so sending you, me naked photos. So everybody, listen up. If you're trying to get a movie in, in don't send in a naked Campbell, photos <laughs> in a Campbell Grobman film. Do not send naked photos. You have an agent. Let your agent contact them With or a headshot, headshot get on Twitter and send them a picture on Twitter or something. But don't send anything naked. They're both not interested. And and if no, you you won't get cast. You know what it does tell me? It just tells me that men still disrespect women. That's what it tells me. No, no, no. It tells me that men are exactly like women. <laughs> 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 like I, I know that all the little whores that do it to the older producers, but I'm thinking now. Yes, it's true. What the heck's going on here? It's I but, love but, it. but it is a disrespect because in my day, a man would not show a woman his penis unless she was on her knees. But. Uh, <laughs> That's, That's a terrible. joke. Didn't That's go. terrible. That didn't, didn't go. go. That well, didn't go. Tony Curtis talked about Marilyn Monroe, and I said, you know, how was Marilyn Monroe to work with? He said, well, who knew? She was always on her knees getting other work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what wow. Tony told me. Yeah, Ma Marilyn was famous for getting on her knees. Anyway, Frigga men all, go for the guy that serious 
and sends you a nice headshot and says to you, I would like to films. So so let's say uh, so how do how do people follow you guys? Are you guys do you guys have a Twitter? I know Krista, you have a Twitter, right? do you have a company Twitter or do people just follow you guys individually? Uh, we have a Facebook page. It's okay. Campbell Grubman Films. Then we also have our, just our individual Twitters, Lassie Grubman, uh, twi- you know, at Lassie Grubman on Twitter and at Krista Campbell on Twitter. Uh, and I'm on, I'm on Instagram too, so you gotta live. So everybody That's has it. To- um, only I only allow three social media sites. That's fine because it gets it can be it can get totally out of whack and and those are the best the best ones are Facebook Facebook Twitter and Instagram are the best three anyway. And I'm looking for work, so if ever you need an attractive older man who could play gay or straight, that works. Picture of my penis. I told you it's a fold out. (laughs) It's like a two page fold out. So I see one more movie. I'm I w- Italian. What can I tell you? Wait, well, I see one more movie. Like I don't know uh, if you if you brought it up or not. The Institute is that one. Has, it says it's coming out in 2017. Does it have a release date? Because it's got a great cast. Uh, I think we're trying to uh, finishing it now, so we're trying to release it. Uh, when is the release? Jesus, probably soon. I, I don't. I don't know. Okay, well, you guys have to check this one out. This is like a good one. It's got James Franco, Topher Grace, uh, Josh Duhamel, Duhamel, I don't know, Duhamel, however you pronounce his freaking name, Fergie's husband, uh, Eric Roberts, Laurie Singer, which I haven't seen her in anything lately. I love Laurie Singer. It's got, it's got Tim Blake Nelson, and he was the guy from, if you guys like uh, uh, kid movies, he was in that movie. Oh, now I forgot the name of it. It was a Disney movie. It was a good Disney movie, though, with uh, Shia LaBeouf. It's a really good one. He's a really good actor. You know, it sucks being on a show that's not scripted because you know, when you're on a scripted show, it's all there. We have to use our brain cells, which aren't many left, to remember names and stories. But I remembered you, my dearest one, my little blonde cutie pie. She's not blonde. She's a blonde. No, she's not. I'm not blonde. Oh, my God. I thought you were blonde. Why calling am I th- a woman pregnant is not. Why am I thinking you're blonde? Oh my With god! Bones? That's her right there. Now you're on my. Oh oh oh! Got it, got it. Oh yeah, I know. I, he just showed me a picture. <laughs> if I was straight, I would be yours. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous. See if we were skyping, he could see that you weren't a blonde. But right, I thought you were blonde. Well, everybody. He wouldn't blonde. go see Texas Chainsaw Massacre with me. I had to go by myself because he doesn't like the scary movies like that. They're not scary. They're bloody and disgusting and choppy uppy <laughs> and pieces falling off and people eating people's flesh. That's not enjoyment to me. I want to see a beautiful girl like you, in a carousel, with the with the. <laughs> The things going around and soft music and me jumping on the carousel and kissing you when you open your umbrella, your sun umbrella, and hide us from kissing. That kind of faggy shit. <laughs> all right, because we got to go. We've only got three minutes. Oh! So, so, first of all, so how do you, so you guys follow at Krista Campbell, at Lottie Grobman, G R O B M A N. Check out Campbell Grobman Films on Facebook and Krista Campbell. You can look her up on Instagram. Check out their IM, the IMDb page and uh, you can see all the films that they've got coming out because they have a lot of them. Plus, they have tons of films that are out right now that you should go see. Uh, the, the one I'm going to say go see the most is Criminal because it's on HBO right now. We're going to go watch it later on. And when I go to the movies and I see either one of your names coming up or really Krista's, I'm going to yell out, and she wants me! <laughs> 
That's what I'm going to do. I'll ruin your name. I swear to God, I'll wreck you in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, right. I, will I will destroy you. Like she chases me. I can't get rid of that broad. She won't. She sends me nude pictures of herself. I'm going to do it. And do you guys go sick. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? You're sick. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I just remembered you, and I just really liked you a lot. And when Jimmy said, do you know who's coming on? I said, the name, the name, the face, the face. And then it all came together, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm excited. So I was happy to I see you, but you weren't happy girl. to see me. Yeah, well, the blonde. you know why? I don't know why I thought blonde, but I'm getting older. I'm 76 now, 77 soon. So I think the the vision's gone, the brain is gone, everything's oh, gone. Oh, funky. You know, you <laughs> got you got to feel bad for the old. You got to have a little, <laughs> got to have a little heart. <laughs> you guys, I want to say first. I just want to say congratulations on uh, you know a stellar career and how fast how you guys have worked really hard to fast track yourselves to the top of the list. It's really really. Uh, something that everybody should take as an example of hard work actually pays off. So congratulations on that and keep us posted on anything that you've got coming out. Love to set up another uh, interview where we could actually Skype so we could go yeah, on our so TV I channel so everybody can see hair. you. And, um, uh, <laughs> and we want to thank you guys for coming on the show. We appreciate it and just good luck and congratulations on everything you've got going on. And I'm proud of you. I am so proud of you for doing the work that you do to show the stupid men in the business that a penis don't make it all strong. <laughs> All right. Thank you, well, guys. Thank you, you so girls. much. And we also want to say uh, thanks to Wicked Pissa Publicity. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you guys thank soon. You and good luck Pissa. with everything. Okay, Wicked Pissa. Yep. We'll see your movies. <laughs> we'll see all your movies. All right, you guys. Thanks so much. Bye, bye, girls. Bye. bye. Nice girls. Very nice. So everybody, see ladies out there, young women out there. If you want to be producers, directors in Hollywood. Do it. You don't only have to be cheesecake chicks with fake boobs. That's no longer Hollywood. Nobody's interested in that. It's old. Now you want to go. You want to be executive level. There you go. So what's up, everybody? Sorry I'm not in the chat room. I'll work that out for next week. Next week we've got uh, Michael Musto coming on. He's pretty much like a gay icon in the gay world everybody for television, knows Michael Musto. television, magazines, movies. He had a, he had a show about movies, you know, yeah. crit critiquing film. And, and we've also got actor Jason Finney that we met this past yep. weekend coming on. It'll be a lot of fun. Chad, what do you got going on this weekend? Oh, we got a Ruby Cafe on Thursday night. And I think that we have the old Key Lime House Sunday afternoon from like 2 to 6 or something like that. Good. Perfect. And Friday Good. or Saturday, I don't know where we are. One of those nights, so I'm not sure. Maybe Boca West. We may be coming to Florida when? for a week. In when? a couple of weeks, we'll let you know. May or R? We don't know we yet. We may, we may. We don't know because, you know, we're selling the house and we're tied down to this. And there's a lot of stuff going on here with work. Uh, so we're trying to get away. I need to get some sun on my on my wrist and feel good about myself. And then we're going to go to Palm Springs. But Palm Springs is all work. All right. Well, we'll so leave a couple of microphones on. Palm Springs work. All right, everybody. So we'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. And... Have a great weekend. And thank you, Chad. Later. Bye-bye, yeah. baby. Bye, everyone. Jimmy, bitch, punk, you're what I wanna be. Jimmy, stop, new celebrity. We'll take you out.